Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Sa'id, this is Rabbi Falk, speaking to, from, to you from Telstone in Eretz Yisrael, the home base of Nebet Zion on the Nebet Zion podcast. This week's Parsha is Parshas Vayichi. And in the Parsha, we see that Yaakov Avinu is close to the end of his days. And Yosef brings his two sons to get blessings from Yaakov. And then Yaakov Avinu calls in all of his sons to part from them and to give them a final blessing before Yaakov Avinu passes on. And you look at the brachas, it's very, very strange. You would think the brachas should be Yaakov Avinu blessing them with everything good and wonderful things. But it's interesting, Yaakov Avinu calls them in and truly gives them the most important blessing a person can give to his children. He tells them their strengths and their weaknesses. And he tries to give them direction, tries to give them hadrocha in what they should do. And Yaakov Avinu, when he calls in his children, he's quite frank with them. He calls in Reuven, Reuven Bechayri, you're my firstborn, and you should have been Zaychet to many, many brachas. You should have been the Bechor, you should have gotten the Kuhuna, you should have gotten the Malchus. But he tells him, You're not going to get it. Because Pachaz Kamayim Al because you get angry, you get upset very quickly, and you lose yourself. And that is not a characteristic which will enable you. To, to be the king or to be the Bukhar, and that's something that you have to work on. He tells him the, the Maise, the Maise, when he was, when he mixed up the mitos of Yaakov Avinu because he felt that, that his, his mother Leah had been slighted. And Yaakov says, but you, you, you're, you get angry too quick. You don't stop and think before you do things. Then he calls in Shimon and Levi. Shimon and Levi, Ochimatev, you, you're both partners, you're brothers. And you've been involved in a bunch of things also. By Shechem ben Chamor, you went out, you killed Shechem ben Chamor, you attacked the whole city without first coming and consulting with me. You shouldn't have done that. Then Rashi, Chazal say that, that, that Shimon and Levi were the ones who plotted to sell Yosef together. And Yaakov Avinu gives it to them for that. He tells them, you shouldn't be doing that. You can't, these things are wrong. You can't do that. Yehuda, when he sees that Reuven's called in and, and all of the things that he did wrong are pointed out, and then Shimon and Levi are called in and their wrongdoings are pointed out. So Rashi says, Yehuda got scared. The Pasuk says, Yehuda, ata yaducho achecho. Rashi says, Yehuda, ata yaducho achecho. Lefishochiches harishoinim bekinturim. Because Yaakov Avinu was so tough with his first three sons. Yehuda got very scared. He got very nervous. He's going he's gonna to yell at me. I have a terrible Misa with, with my Misa with, with Tomer. He was afraid that he would be Mokhechem and the Misa with Tomer. When he went and he was with her, he thought she was the Zaina. So he starts pulling back. He's afraid to go in. And Yaakov Avinu tells him, no, you're different. You're different. And you're going to be Zeichet Malchus. You're going to be the king of Klai Yisrael. Why was Yehuda so different? Yehuda was right. He should have gotten reprimanded and, and, and screamed at, just like the other brothers. I don't know, screamed at, but he should have been reprimanded. So it's very, very fascinating. There was a big difference between Yehuda 
and between all the other Shvatim. Rashi brings down later that Yehuda was moide ala emes. Yehuda, when he did something wrong with the Maisa, with Tomer, when he went and he was with Tomer, she was about to be killed, and he could have saved her. He could have canceled the, 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 the Psat Din, and he could have saved her. But what did he do? He said, She was right. She was right. It was for me. He publicly announced that he had made a mistake and that Tomer was right. It's a godless for a person. That a person is able to be moide, to admit the things he does wrong, to really to look into what he does, to, to do introspection and to really be honest with himself and to be moide what he did wrong. There's nothing so terrible about a person making a mistake. There's nothing so terrible about a person doing something wrong as long as the person is willing to be honest and to be moidala emes and to try to correct the things that he did wrong. Mistakes are made by everyone, but the godless of a person is when a person is honest and real with himself and he's willing to admit it, even though you you had a tremendous bizarreness, it was very embarrassing for him to, to admit that Sadkomimeni the Tamar was right. But that is the sign of greatness. And that is in the schus, Chazal saying the schus, the that Yehudu was moide, that he admitted his wrongdoings, that's how he became the Melech. That, was the, that is the quality that is needed for Malchus, because he can be a true, true, a true leader of men. Rabbi Sawanatayamerdikamaisa, with my father, he should be healthy. My father's a rocket scientist. He has a PhD from Princeton University. He uh, he worked in Israel in the in the he, he he's a real rocket scientist. He designed missiles. When he was a young engineer, he used to go down. We lived in Washington D.C. and he used to go down a couple times a year to do testing in a testing facility in a place called Dangerfield, Texas. And in this place, Dangerfield, Texas, they had something called a wind tunnel. A wind tunnel was a big, big set of it's like a big tunnel and. In the tunnel, connected to the tunnel, are tremendous uh, fans that blow air at very, very high speeds. And what they do is when they design a missile or a plane and they want to test to see how it's going to fly, so they put it into this wind tunnel and they blow air at a, at such a speed that it's as if the, the missile, they, they they put the missile in the in the in the tunnel and they blow the speed past it, and it's the same as if the missile would be flying at that speed. The speed of the wind is passing by it at the same speed that the missile would be flying. Now, it's a very complicated thing, and my father went down with another young engineer, and together they were running these tests. Now, this facility, this wind tunnel, costs a lot of money, and you're there with a lot of rocket fuel, and there's there are all kinds of, of machinery there, and it's a bit... It's a bit, um, it could be dangerous. And my father was with this other engineer, and that particular day, the other engineer was running the testing, and they had a terrible accident, and they blew up the whole wind tunnel. The whole thing is kaput, destroyed. And there was thousands and thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage. Now this other engineer who was running the tests at that time, he made a mistake, and he felt terrible. And when they flew back from Dangerfield, Texas, back to, to Washington, where they they worked at something called the Applied Physics Laboratory, 
So this engineer who had blown up the wind tunnel, he went into his boss. And his boss was very, very, very hush of a person, as you'll see. And he went into his boss and he said, I made a mistake. It was my fault. I accept responsibility. And, and I understand you, you, you'll fire me and I'm, I'm willing to resign. I'm responsible. I made a terrible mistake and it cost, cost the company tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I accept the responsibility. I made a mistake and, I, and I'll leave. You can fire me. The boss said to him, sit down. And he told him, listen, I just spent thousands of dollars on your education. Now you're not quitting and you're not going anywhere. You're going to go back down there to Dangerfield, Texas, to that testing facility, and you're going to figure out what you did wrong, and you're going to correct it. Now get out of my office. Rabbi Isai, people make mistakes, but we learn from our mistakes, and we can grow from our mistakes. That boss understood that that engineer, he was a good engineer, and he had a lot of potential. He made a mistake. He admitted he made a mistake. We grow from our mistakes. We become better from our mistakes. Yehuda understood that. That's why Yehuda was different. And that's why Yehuda was destined for Malchus. He was destined for greatness. He was destined to be a tremendous leader. Rabbi Isai, we should realize that we have to grow from everything that happens to us. Mistakes, difficulties, it's all in this world in order that we should be able to grow. We should be like Yehuda. We are all, we're B'nai Malachim. We're all kings. We're all unbelievably Hashuva people. We should take advantage of the tremendous kaychas and the help that a Baruch gives us and we should be able to fulfill our great potential.